the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Just open up your eyes and join me Cause I've been living in the sunshine Having such a nice time Sipping ice coffee as the world dressed by me Living in the sunshine Having such a nice time I won't let the stresses of the world define me No, oh, 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 la, 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 la you know, we could let the stresses of the world define us. I was talking to Todd, the producer here at K-Praise, for my show anyway. And you know what? He's got a great attitude. But you know what? Like I told him, we all can have a messed up attitude and the stresses of the world can define us. But the possibility, that's the key. That's what I'm actually talking about today. The possibilities. You know, you read the Bible, and it sounds so optimistic sometimes. With God, all things are possible. Well, it's unto your faith, they say. Be it unto you according to your faith. That's what it also says. But that whole with God, all things are possible. So I always was the one to, you know, be the troublemaker. Well, So without God, then things are not possible, all Things are not, yeah, I was that one in Sunday school. And the teachers would be like, oh, here she goes. And we're talking about it, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, because I wanted things to make sense. And I had to realize that everything with God is not always going to make sense. That's why it's so hard seemingly for people. Because we want things to make sense. And when you're a caregiver, Everything will not make sense. So then what do you do? Mm, That's a good question. And that's why I'm here. Because I'm here to support caregivers, people that take care of people, people that take care of themselves. Yeah, you actually take care of yourself. That was the whole purpose of this show. One of 100? To take care of yourself? Uh, Yeah, why? Because if you don't take care of you, how can you take care of anybody else? That's not limited to caregiving. That's that's for life. Whether you work with people, I mean, think about it. What if you shared a space? I remember I shared an office space with two other people. And can you imagine if I just left, like, all my trash from the day before sitting on my desk? And let's say we didn't have the janitorial service that we had in the building and that type of thing. Well, what if I left all my stinky banana peels and then they had to come in the next day? There would be the residue of my trash. And all those people that came behind me, maybe got in before me, they had to deal with the residue of me not taking care of me. Who in your life is dealing with the residue of you not taking care of you? Because somebody's dealing with it. Now, for caregivers, it's the person we care for, the recipient of the care. That's the person that has to deal with your stinkies. (laughs) You would think that the person that we're caring for is the one that has the stinkies. Uh, Actually, no. It turns out the other way. Um, Sometimes when you're a caregiver, 
we have the stinkies. Yeah, our stinky attitude, our stinky mentality. Now, can the recipient smell our stinkies? Not necessarily through their olfactory system, but maybe in their feelings, in their emotions, how we make them feel. Remember, you, you, you'll probably forget most of the people you meet in life. I know I have. <laughs> but guess who I remember the most? The people that made me feel either great or horrible. I remember those people. I might not even remember their names, but I remember how they made me feel. And that's an adage that I found to be so true. People do remember how you make them feel. So when you're a caregiver, it's so important day by day, one day at a time, to do your best to make that person that you're caring for feel valid. I know with my mom, she has what's called invalidity, so to speak, from the medical perspective. Well, what do you mean? I'm not a doctor. I'm not pronouncing anything. But this is from a scientific perspective, proven. My mom is non-ambulatory, and it was acquired so in other words, she walked all her life for many years, um, up to 75 years old. And then all of a sudden, she just couldn't walk anymore. Can you imagine your life like that just coming to a sudden halt? I read in the news the other day, there's a family traveling around the world with their kids because their kids are all going to lose their vision based on a DNA a hereditary type gene, I don't know. It was scary enough just to know that those kids wouldn't be able to see. And their parents' goal was to take them around the world or something to see things as a family. And I was like, wow, the parents' hope was in the situation. Think about that. For me as a Christian, my hope is in the Lord. So immediately I was like, wow, they've doomed their kids. It's over. That's it. They're, they're, they're ending. It's, this is the finale. Okay, kids, we're going to show you as much as we can. Oh, back to what I was saying at the beginning. With God, all things are possible. But maybe they don't have God. Well, Rain, that's what I had to say to myself. And as a caregiver, I had to realize there are a lot of caregivers that don't have God. And they're doing caregiving. So what does that mean? That means that they might be doing a lot extra they might be suffering through. They might be having some challenging times. It might be tough for them, too. And do those people listen to K-Praise? Mm, maybe. They might. And if they do, that's what I'm here for. So let you know that it is much easier to try to do what you do with God as opposed to without God. That's why I'm right here on K-Praise. KPRZ.com is where you can find one of 100 with me, Lorraine Carroll. Look it up for the podcast or just listen every Sunday at 5.30 a.m. One of the things we want to do is continue. We want to continue to encourage the caregivers to say, hey, I can do this, but I don't have to do it alone. I can do it with God because with God, all things are possible. So like I said, what about without God? Are things impossible? Well, based on my Bible, it kind of says that. With God, all things are possible. So if I do the caregiving thing without God, it becomes more difficult, more challenging, more trying, more draining, more stressful. Oh, yeah, back to that stress thing. Caregiving by default is stressful. Have you done it? Have you done it lately? 
Are you listening and you're not a caregiver, but you're listening and saying, hey, maybe I could do this too. Maybe. Um, yeah, maybe I might have to be dad's caregiver one day, so maybe I should just listen and see what I can glean from this. Yeah, you might have to be somebody's caregiver tonight. I didn't know that I was going to be a caregiver the next day for the rest of my life. By choice, absolutely a choice. You don't have to be a caregiver. You choose to be a caregiver. It's not a default. It's your choice. You can quit. Uh-oh. Yeah, that sounds a little threatening, and it's threatening especially for the person that's receiving the care. Think about that person that's depending on you. They don't really have anybody else. So, oh, wait, sure they do. They can go into a home. Well, they have those people. But for the people that don't have the opportunities to go into a home, what about the people that are not financially equipped to pay those thousands of dollars every month? out of pocket for someone else to take care of their loved one. Yeah, that's why one out of five Americans are caregivers right at home, right here in America, taking care of their daughter, their husband, their sister, their dad, their mother-in-law. It's real. Caregiving is not going anywhere because as much as we would love for it to end, it'll be here. Why? Because someone is going to need care. Someone is going to need your care. Have you thought about it? We plan for life insurance. In fact, we buy it and uh, pay for it monthly. And it's kind of like a risk thing. That's what insurance is about. That's what my godfather taught me. He has one of the largest insurance companies in America. And mm, he's done it all my life. And I asked him for advice. I said, can you teach me, like, what's the best advice about insurance? And I'm thinking I'm going to get this big manual and have the ABCs of insurance and what to do, what not to do. And he gave me a one-liner. And I equated that one-liner to caregiving. He said, all insurance is a betting game. And I was like, what? That's it? That's what you're going to leave me with? Come on. And then I thought about it and thought about it and I thought about it until I had the epiphany of what he meant and it's the same with caregiving every day you hope you hope that the care that you're providing is meeting the needs of that person you're caring for and the way I see it we're divided into five parts now the theologians they get you know into their studies and they see it their way well I took it a little further with mine And I see myself in five parts. Most, the theologians, most of them, see us in three parts. Well, I see us as soul, and I see us as spirit. I also see us as mind. Now, see, this is when it gets complicated, because they'll say, well, that's the soul. And I'm like, eh, because I'm telling you, I've had some difficult days as a caregiver. And my soul and my mind Although they say they're one, I I said, no, no. Because, see, my mind and my soul were having conflicts. Now, that gets deep. If you want to go there with me, let's go. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. It's right there on the podcast, on the website, KPRZ.com. Now, one of the things I'm looking at, my heart, my mind, my soul, my spirit. Oh, yeah. And my body. 
I'm a physical person that you can actually touch and shake hands and those same hands take care of my mother, the mother that should the Lord let her live. It's been over 20 years. And all of her needs have changed over the years. Things don't stay the same. So I've been challenged by life, the pressures, all the catastrophes, just in caregiving. Oh, well, what about my life? Yeah, that too. They're coupled. So people say to me, you're amazing. I don't know how you do it. I go, I do. I pray. (laughs) And I laugh because to them, that just doesn't seem like a solution to my sanity. But it is. Remember, sane, it's the healthy way. Our sanity is our healthiness. It comes from that beautiful root, sane. You know, a lot of people don't think of it that way, but a healthy mind is a mind that's capable And think about when your mind is incapable. Uh, Usually if you're drunk, oh, oh, wait a minute, I thought this was a caregiving Christian show. Yeah, it is. But caregivers get drunk often, daily, in fact, some. Not all, but some. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they don't want to think. They don't want to hurt. They don't want to feel. What? The stress from caregiving. Caregiving is stressful. I told you. I've concluded that my mind is affected, my spirit is affected, my soul gets affected, my heart, and my body. I've been doing this a while. And when I read the scriptures, each of these five components of Lorraine has scriptures. Yeah, I can read scriptures with these words in the Bible. So that's where I came to my conclusion. I came to my conclusion about me being five parts because my mom is pulling on all five parts of me. And if I don't get some sanity in those five areas, what's that going to leave me with? Insanity. Ooh, that's heavy. And it's almost kind of scary. It is scary. Being insane is not a good way to be when you're a caregiver. Who wants unhealthy care? I mean, can you imagine getting that promo in the mail? Yes, get insurance with us. We will provide you with unhealthy care support. I mean, come on. It kind of sounds silly, but think about it. It's true. What if you got a flyer in the mail that said, are you feeling insane? Too bad. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) wouldn't you be appalled? Wouldn't you be offended? I would. I'd be like, who are these people? What is this? Is this a joke? Because we all want our sanity, whether we say it or not. We all want to be in our right mind, whether we say it or not. Have you ever not been in your right mind? Mm, That's between you, yourself, maybe the Lord. I know my situation. Being in your right mind is a blessing. You know, church people love to say it. I know in certain cultures, they really drive it home, especially down in the South. Woke up this morning in my right mind. Yeah, you did. And now what? What are you going to do with that right mind? Are you going to be right or are you going to be wrong? Wrong is what? The opposite of right. (laughs) So think about your options today. You can be right or you can be wrong. You have a choice. Make a decision right now type of caregiver am I going to be? Am I going to be better, improving, uplifting, inspiring?
How about sane? Yeah, because in caregiving, when you're sane, there's components that affect the person you care for. The first component is their soul. You're caring for somebody's soul even when you're not preaching to them? Absolutely. Because why? This is where that argument comes in about the mind and the soul being the same. But a person's soul, according to the Holy Bible, is what actually transitions with the Lord. And somebody's already arguing, well, that's not what the Bible says. Keep reading. Because we're also spirit. The pneuma of God breathed into Adam. Adam became a living soul. That's what my Bible says. Check yours and then compare the two. So spirit, soul, they're separate. They're different. Oh, right. And when you're a caregiver, you're caring for, you're entrusted with the care of someone's spirit and their soul. So now you've got this soul. So now Adam, he had a soul before Eve came along, got instructions from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Don't we get instructions, caregivers? We do. We have to read medicine bottles. We have to read the directions on purchases that we make over the counter at the drugstore. We get packages in the mail that have to do with how to care for the person. We also get administrative stuff. What, what does that got to do with Adam? Well, he was a living soul, but his mind is what rationalized what the Lord told him. When Eve said, what? A lot of people get that part confused. My favorite part is Eve wasn't even around. She wasn't even around when he got the instructions from the Lord. The Lord gave Adam directives. He didn't follow the directions. So don't blame Eve. Blame Adam because he's the one that had the liability. God gave him the directives. And it's the same for caregivers. We can't blame somebody else for what we've been instructed to do. For those of us that are called to do it, what's the difference? Well, Every day, I told you, you have a choice. You can quit or you can follow the instructions. What instructions? The support that you get from the medical professionals, or you can do it your way, be stubborn, have a difficult time, be miserable. Oh, and yeah, be stressed. Or you can seek help. You can ask. A lot of websites now are available, even though primary care doctors say don't rely on them. They are a resource, but you can contact the primary care doctor these days very easily. I know I can for my mom. Write them. Tell them. Send the picture. Don't sit there by yourself in your pride, wondering, guessing. Are you kidding me? This is a 21st century. Take advantage of information so that you're not sick yourself. You'll be unhealthy after a while trying to maintain, manage, be in charge of everything for another person, and then yourself? What about you? Oh, yeah, that's when the insanity will creep in. So you have to do what God says, and that is submit yourself to God. Now, you don't have to. You have an option, but he did say submit to God. Uh-oh, that next one is scary. Do you realize how many people don't believe that the devil is real? It always cracks me up. See, this is this is my philosophy. I have yet to go to a funeral where they are preaching that the person's going to hell. Now, if you've been to that funeral about the person going to hell and you went to that funeral, please write me. I, I want to hear about it. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. You can find that on the website, kprz.com. And you can listen every Sunday morning, 530 a.m. right here 
on KPRZ, 1210 AM. I want to hear about this funeral that you've gone to where they said, yeah, they're going straight to hell. Yeah, they lived a horrible life. They were mean, angry, unforgiving. They didn't care about anybody, and they're going to hell. I want to hear about that funeral. Write me. Don't forget. Lorraine, what's my name? L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E. Yeah, yeah, you can find all that on the website, kprz.com. Now, I just want you to understand this, caregiver or not, even if you're not a caregiver, you're a person that cares, right? You should. And if you don't, that might be a little insane because caring is a seed that you sow. Caring is something that you'll reap. I had a nice old 80-year-old lady tell me, you know, darling, you're going to get back everything you've sown into your mom. I said, I am. She's from Virginia. I love her accent. And she said, oh, yeah, if you keep living, you'll see the harvest. I said, the harvest. I like that. I like the idea of getting a harvest. That's like abundance. But I want a good harvest. So I I have to sow good seeds. If you sow bad seeds, are you going to get a good harvest? That kind of is an oxymoron. Hmm, I don't know. We'll talk to the farmers. But for now, I'm doing my best to sow the seeds that I can to get what I need to stay sane, to stay healthy, because I've got to keep my soul healthy. And how do you do that, Lorraine? Well, I read the Bible. Another way I keep my soul healthy is accountability. I talk to my Christian friends, and I tell them my issues, and then they tell me, you're wrong. And I go, oh. (laughs) I listen, and I humble myself. Because remember, submit to God and resist the devil. If you submit to God and resist the devil— He'll flee. I tell my mom all the time. She's coming to this light paranoia in her older years. Maybe it's a little more heavy, actually, because she feels defenseless. So every noise, every crack, what was that? Listen, it's okay. The Lord is protecting you. You have an angel. Just look at it that way. And she's always forgetting that she has an angel. I do? Yeah, one personally assigned to you. Oh, for some reason it gives her strength. I love it. For me... It gives me peace, and I get to walk away and go about my day and do what I was doing without her paranoia, which is rooted in what? Fear, because that's one of those big fanciful words that just means afraid. So for my mom, I have to console her soul. Did you catch that? That's a part of my caregiver duties. I'm here to console my mom's soul. That's one of the things I do best. Every person that's receiving care isn't getting consolation of their soul. I also have to take care of my mom's mind. I take care of her mind by doing what? Taking care of my own mind first. (laughs) I'm not going to go to her, take care of her, and then I have nothing left for me. That's backwards. I take care of my mind first. Refreshment for my own mind, whether that's a nap, which is scientifically proven, to actually increase your mental strength. 20, 30 minutes, I need 40 minutes though. Anyway, whatever works for you. Taking care of me, yes, first, yes. That's not selfish, no. You won't have anything to provide. You also have to take care of your spirit. And your spirit will be taken care of by the Lord if you submit to God. Remember, with God, all things are possible. And if you've not tried it, The way the Lord says, which is what? 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Oh, yeah, that part. Yeah, that part. Try it. You might not even be able to say the whole entire Lord's Prayer. Most people memorized it, but the Lord didn't say, memorize this. He said, pray like this, in this manner, in this way. So years ago, I personalized my own version of my Lord's Prayer based on the outline that he gave me. So sometimes I can't say the whole thing. I just can't. I don't have the strength. Say the part that works for you for that day. Sometimes I just need the give me today my daily bread. Bread is supplement for my what? Mind, my body even. Yeah, real food, my soul and my spirit. But that heart of mine, how how, how does the, the, I don't get it. How does that help? Because it's the heart. I'm not talking about the organ. See, the heart goes beyond an organ. It goes beyond an organ. Our heart is where the Lord meets us. That's where we find salvation. That's where we find renewal of strength. Because it's my theory that my mind goes to my heart. And if I were to put it up on a chart, it would be amazing. It's like the heart is the fueling place for those other parts of me because that's where the Lord lives. He lives in my heart. So you think about that until we get together again because I know that there was a caregiver this week that did not take care of themselves first. Now, you've got options. Remember, you can stay with the caregiving, be a good caregiver, try harder, but most of all, Submit to the Lord one day at a time. Because with God, all, all things, all things are possible. So think about it like this. Without God, what is possible? What is possible without God? Sure, go do it. Try it. And you'll see it worked. But for how long? When did you get drained and tired? I want to hear about it. Don't forget, write me, connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Meet me every Sunday morning right here at 5.30 a.m. on KPRZ 1210 a.m. You've been listening to me, Lorraine Carroll, right here on One of 100. Hope to hear from you soon, and we'll be back again. Take care of you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.